last left off, you all heard a scream, a shout from Jason Oluay at the Refined Entrance. As you all felt a presence. He's frantically calling the elevator button. Oh no, y you just have to move towards where the elevator is. That's okay. in a separate area, so that's why you can't, you're not there. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, so you all quickly move to the location of the elevator, uh, and you can see there's a strange blob-like creature just kind of on Jason, um, like pinning him to the ground. And there's a point where Jason, who is obviously wounded, is just trying to fight this thing, and then he turns, you see a strange shift in his expression, and he just grabs something, and you see a lot of light come from his hand, and the thing just starts to dissipate <clears throat> and screech and squeal as it bursts and vanishes. Jason, oh my god. Uh, okay? Uh... He, he just kind of stands up and holds his head. You can see now the arm, there's lots of blood coming down. Oh, shit, we gotta get back. And uh, he just nods a bit. I don't know what that was. I don't... Uh, he stumbles <coughs> a little bit as he tries to catch himself against the wall. There are, there are facilities in the Foundation. The faster we return, I think I'll be alright. He looks towards you all. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I need, let's go. I need a hand. And he just kind yeah, of yeah. raises uh, his hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, really I'll go on the other side and yeah, pick him up too. Thank you. And he just nods towards you as he almost kind of like goes limp as you finally support him. Uh, and you quickly move through the portal. Upon moving through the portal, you feel a shift again. Time becomes even stranger. It almost is like you're leaving a picture. Everything just feels so still as you exit the uh, sanctum and you move through the corridor and quickly enter uh, the Foundation's realm. And upon your arrival, the guard, who was watching the door, looks over and immediately uh, steps over and uh, pushes a button to call for assistance. And a few people come to help Jason to a med bay. And after a moment, uh, Torres and Anastasia approach and, and look towards you. And Torres just sighs, are you all right? What happened? Um, we're fine, but... Jason got attacked while he was waiting for us. He kind of like, he's got to go wide like, oh God, that's not going to look good on this, is it? You're fine. Uh, it's a good thing that Jason went. Don't, don't worry too yeah. much. And he yeah, just puts yeah. hand. The, he looks towards Anastasia. The, the gentleman looked over him. As you know, the gentleman is the founder of monsters and, and strange creatures. And uh -huh. Anastasia nods. The wounds don't match anything in our records. She looks towards you. It was this black blob-looking thing. It's possible that it was hiding its true form from you. There are creatures that can do such a thing with their own physical ability or physical features camouflage them in a sense of not hiding in the shadows but becoming a shadow itself and then she looks downward a bit Jason Elroy is in critical condition he's, he's getting help right? yes she nods okay no one tells Cecily that other communities they're gonna tell Cecily yeah, she's gonna kill us. There is more that is happening. What? She looks towards, um, Torres, and Torres nods. We received notification that Cecily, we don't know where she went or the group we sent out. What? He nods. Everything is. Something is intervening, but we can't find it. The Foundation is all in the city. We're all trying our best to find whatever the hell this is, but... Things got worse really fast. We don't know if it's because you all returned to Will Branch or because of another outside factor. It does coincide, so more than likely you will have to stay here from now on. But whatever the hell this is, it's not your fault what happened. 
I hope that you got something out of it. You could say that. Good. He nods. Um, how's uh, Stella and them? They are fine. They are still at the lab. They're waiting okay. for you. Yeah, let's head back there because we need to talk about a few things. Uh, and you see the gentlemen start to walk down a hallway as you all are walking with uh, Torres and Anastasia back towards the laboratory. And the gentleman stops and he looks towards you all. Ah, um, I do want to be up front with you and let you all know that Jason Elroy is no longer in critical condition. He looks towards uh, everyone. And then he stands up straight. Uh, Granny Helena, Granny Helen, I, uh, he just sighs. I, I don't feel comfortable saying this. Um, just because it's my own comfort. Um, <clears throat> Was able to treat the wounds very quickly. Really? Uh, was yes. fast. I and mean, he, I guess you're not leader of a coven for nothing. That the leader of a coven is does have a lot of magic at their disposal. Um, she asked that we remove the binding on her magic to do so, and we were desperate, and so we did so. <clears throat> it has been. Back, placed back on her. She wow. allowed us to do so. And he looks towards uh, Torres and Torres nods. <sighs> if the founder of magic were here, she'd flip her shit. And he just sighs and he rubs his head. Yeah, she would. And he nods. I'm fully aware. Uh, that being said, I did want you all to know so that you could focus on what the, at the task at hand. He smiles a bit. Everything is fine. Jason should be all right for the rest of the evening. He is resting. And he is in council with uh, a few of the other founders to discuss what happened exactly. He is also, of course, saying that it was his decision to take you all there. Which, of course, the other foundation members are not quite happy about. But he is letting them know that you all were nowhere near him when it happened. He's making sure that all efforts are made to not damn your name any more than some people have already done. Awesome. He nods. Right, I need to. Oh, and he looks towards his watch. I need to hurry back, though. Um, Jason and I have to discuss a few other things. Excuse me. And he nods towards you all. Oh, um, and he looks towards you. Uh, tell Stella I'll come see her soon. Okay. He, he nods towards you and he starts to walk. And as you continue to walk, Lore, you notice something. Huh? Uh, as you are walking, you can hear a very familiar voice coming from the kind of large courtyard area. And you can hear, look, I don't absolutely care one bit what you all want. I'm here to see Lorelai because I've heard that she was here. And I'm quite vividly angry with everything that's going on. And you don't want... No, mm, you will let me see her. Yes? Yes, you will let me see her. And as I'm you guessing look, only Lorelai can hear that, right? Right now? Uh, Lorelai's ears are definitely more stronger than everyone else's, so yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think Lorelai's gonna desperately run to where she hears that voice. Aww. <laughs> so as you, as you run, you see... Oberon does not look like his usual self. He is wearing a type of like business suit style kind of thing. He's very more casual than he usually is as he's standing there. He has an expression you have never seen before. It is of an angry father as he's just glaring towards this individual. And you also see Titania standing there crossing her arms. Uh, and as you run towards it, Oberon turns, sees you, and he goes, Lorelei! And he just puts his arms out. <laughs> So Lorelai actually is going to be very uncharacteristic and she's going to just run at him. She says, you're all right. Oh. Are you going to hug him? Yeah. Oh, so as you hug him, he just stops a little bit surprised. And then he puts his arms around you gently. And then he looks towards Titania. His eyes are just sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> she likes me. 
goes, our, bel- our, our liaison of sorts told us that you were put here under suspicion. And so, of course, we can't have that. And he smiles towards you. They didn't hurt you, did they? Oh, this damn dampening. And he just looks over you. Oh, your magic. Oh, that's depressing. And he just looks sad. You'll remove this one in- right now. And he looks towards the individual who has no power over this. Obviously, they're an initiate. <laughs> As he just glares <laughs> towards <laughs> the individual. Just an intern. <laughs> just an intern, sir. Yeah, he's like, I, uh, that would be um, up to the head founder. I, I don't have any clearance. And he goes, I don't care about your goddamn clearance. And he's just glaring. And you can feel this energy radiating off of him, Lorelai. He is ready to burst. <laughs> oh, screw this. Two credits is not worth this. <laughs> and then he he's just, like, looks towards Titania, who's, like, staring towards him. That's enough. And he just sighs. But it's... Okay. And he looks downward. And she just looks towards you. Are you all right? A little pissed off, but I'm fine. That's to be expected. And she smells. A canary that's not used to being caged would definitely be infuriated being trapped in such a place. Yeah. And then she looks towards everyone else and she smiles. Oh, good. It's good to see everyone else. Except I don't see the ones of that strange magic. And she just looks around. Where is the... What are their names? Annabelle and Archer? Is that correct? She smiles towards you. Uh, uh, yeah. One you should mention those two. Archers. Yeah. They just um, look towards you as you explain everything. You still in the courtyard. Um, just kind of sitting there as they haven't gained clearance to enter. So this is the best that they can do. This was poor intern who just got yelled at by the king of the fae. Um, <laughs> He's like, this is all I can do, sir. I'm so sorry. And then Oberon just kind of glares towards him. It'll do, peasant. And then, of course, the young man walks away as fast as he can. Well, last time I took an elective at random. <laughs> She's like, I'm like feeling theory. He just looks towards you. I hate this dampening magic. How's your fairy all right? Uh, Lorelei pulls out Soleil. Soleil just kind of looks up towards him a little bit sleepy. He goes, ah! No! And he just takes it, he just holds out his hand to take her gently. You poor thing! He's just holding. Oh. He's just looking so sad towards Soleil. It's alright, rest little one. You'll be fine for soon, I'm sure. We'll get you out of here. He just kind of says that to Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Tanya looks towards you all and says, I see, so. Well, it has happened before. Not in this exact circumstance, and she smiles towards Oberon. Oh yes, I've had to do this quite quite a bit. I thought I might have to do it again soon. Excuse me. Oh, going again? into hiding, and he smiles. Oh. Yeah. Um, Oberon. Hmm. You warned Archer about something, right? I did. Can you tell us more about what was targeting him? Is there anything you could tell us? The only thing I can sense from it is that it's one of ours. And he looks towards Titania, and Titania nods a little bit. But what and strange. One of ours, but not quite yet any longer. One of old magic. So it was Faye? Slightly. Tell me, have you ever heard of hags before? No. I mean, it's something they usually call someone mean and grumpy, but yeah. Is it? Well, I mean, I wouldn't use such simplistic terms to describe a hag, but they're not too far. Hags are taught in the ways of old magic and warped and twisted into their own desires. They have unimaginable amounts of energy and power. I believe that that is what the uh, individual who was watching over him was. I felt a presence somewhat looking over him. I tried to quell it for the time being, but then I found that it wasn't one of ours and I had no power over it. So instead, I granted him a warning. 
This was the best I could do, unfortunately. Given the circumstance. Iggy yeah, just taking that in. There's there's thoughts forming in Iggy's head, and as he needs to hear more information from what he knows from A to kind of get to it. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Uh, Iggy, I'm, I'm actually forming something in my head, but I'm not sure if Iggy knows what our, uh, A found out in his uh, hex yet. Hmm. No, I don't think uh, A has said anything quite yet. Yeah, that's why I'm waiting for when we get a chance to actually, yeah. Yeah. Hags are definitely forces to be reckoned with. Though normally they're louder than this. I suppose, based on what you all told us, they're starting to get louder when he looks towards Tonya. Tonya sighs. Sometimes the old magic can be such a, a hassle. I do hate that we used it prior. And she looks towards Oberon with a hand on her face. He nods. We were young. We was naive. We were stupid. That's how it works. And he smiles and shrugs. We learn. We grow. And he just looks towards you all. Whatever this is, whoever this is, this hag has definitely some major influence in Wilbrand itself. How exactly does one specifically become a hag? Well, to become a hag, you must sacrifice something quite massive. And define, yeah, define massive. Well, it's a price. You must pay a price for the amount of magic you wish to receive. Hags are very powerful because they give with no... No hesitation of sorts. Even if the prize might be something that you would hold precious. For example, entire families. If you had a giant family, you wouldn't sacrifice them, yes, for magic? No. You would keep them safe, protect them. A hag would remove them in a drop of a hat, just to get magic. But there is a problem with being a hag. You have to continuously pay a price. The moment you stop paying the price, the moment the magic stops coming to you. It's not easy holding onto that much magic and keeping everything at bay. Let me ask you something else. Yes! How hard would it be for a hag to disguise themselves? Not hard at all. Others? Oh. A blob, for example? It's possible. In that case, how can you even find a hag if you suspect there's one around? It's challenging. Hags tend to have no abilities to protect or care for others, as that's not their intention. But there are so many different types of hags out there nowadays. When he puts a, uh, a hand to his chin, it's complicated. Hags vary depending on what exactly they want, what exactly they wish for. A hag is simply someone that had a great enough wish, but not the full price to pay it themselves, so had to rely on other things. Take, for example, you all. You all are pillars. These pillars are supposed to have immense amounts of magic without such a thing. It's why you all can ask for wishes, and if you wish hard enough and you have enough magic, you can do it. You have a lot more capability than, than a hag does. To get what you want, based on the practices of old, you would need to sacrifice things. There are still people that learn of these old ways. The Coven in Red is one of them. And there's no real telltale sign of a hag we can keep an eye out for? There's only so much a hag can do to conceal its form. I'm not talking about physically. There are signs that can start coming forward. Normally these signs come out too late, though. Hags are very practiced in the art of deception. What about weaknesses, things they're afraid of? Strangely enough, the hag can hold on to a lot of mundane things. One of those things is fierce. You bring forth its fear, it definitely will cause a stir. It won't be able to hold up much longer without that, f at least the facade, with that fear in place. You find a hag's fear, you can probably expose it pretty quickly.
We need to well, make sure talk to the rest of them. Sure. We're waiting for our liaison to allow us entry. But we will be speaking with, of course, the Foundation head or whatever. However this god-forsaken facility works, I hate this place. It feels that awful. be a little difficult. Why is that? He kind of got attacked by an anthropomorphous blob. Was it exciting? No, it was super scary. Not really. That sounds exciting, though. Oh, wait, no, it's bad if somebody got hurt. Never mind. Yeah. I'm, again, mundane mentality. It's so difficult to keep track of. <laughs> and he just sighs. Oh. Forgive me. He smiles. Yeah, he's a little... He's recovering right now. Well, at the very least, we can at least enter this godforsaken place. And he looks towards Tanya, and Tanya nods. Without our liaison, we can't enter. So we have to wait, unfortunately. But okay. at least we're in this lovely courtyard. And he just looks towards her. I hate this area. I want to go back to the forest. And he goes, she just goes, remember what you're doing it for. He goes, he looks towards you, Lorelai. And he nods. I will remember. Oh, for her. <laughs> okay, Lorelai so... looks at both of them. Um, by chance, if you do end up talking to whoever, can you try to clear names of, we didn't do anything! That's what we're here for. Our liaison called us for that purpose. He looks towards you a little surprised. Honestly, we normally can't enter this area. It's very awkward. It hurts like hell. He just starts to like, you hear like, as he turns his neck just slightly, a bad crack. As he just, Ugh. it hurts like hell. It makes the whole body stiff. There's no forest in this area at all. It's awful. And the Fae here, they're, they're so small and, and not able to assist. There's not enough. And he just looks sad. If there were more, then it would feel at least more like home. So who all this trapped here, so I may know? Uh, besides us? Mm hmm Um, Elizabeth, Stella, and He Eddie. stops. Elizabeth is here. Yeah. <gasps> yes. Oh, good heavens. I start rolling up my sleeves slowly. He looks towards you? What are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, you nothing. Are nothing. you trying to show off the gun show? No, no, I... He smiles as he puts a hand on your shoulder and looks towards you. Now is not the time for a duel. We have to be serious. Oh, thank goodness. He pulls his sleeves back down. I'm glad to know you're itching for a fight, though. I'll keep that in mm -hmm. mind. And he just wiggles his eyebrows smiling. I think itching is, I think itching is a strong word. No, I can feel it's your blood. I feel the boiling in your blood. Uh... <laughs> he just smiles. Uh, Oberon? Hmm? Does the name Grandma Helena ring a bell to you? It does. She apparently oh. used to be the leader of Elizabeth's old coven. No, she still is. Well, I'm sorry, is the leader of Elizabeth's old coven. He nods. I'm aware what? of her. What do you know of her? Not much. She's here. Hmm, interesting. I cut ties with her a long time ago. You cut ties with her? Why? Hmm. She didn't need my assistance in getting magic. And the way she hurt poor Elizabeth, I was tired of it. The poor girl was crying night and day. Because you sent her away? And her whole coven. Well, it's not a good coven. I will say this. They don't get out their magic from us. Our magic resonates in Will Branch, I want to be very clear. There are other sources that witches can get their magic from, from the Fae. Other fairy courts, if you will. <coughs> Do you know who they got their magic from? I don't really dabble with the other courts very much. We used to have a lot of banquets and, you know, get-togethers, but not of recent. Uh, Not enough time. He smiles. If only there were more hours in a day. And he smiles. Ah, oh, the debauchery that used to happen. Ah, oh, I should hold my tongue. And he smiles. It was fun times, though. He wiggles his eyebrows. We should probably head back to Stalin. I've made him uncomfortable, my dear. And he smiles towards Tony and Tony laughs a little bit. You make everyone uncomfortable, though. And he's like, I know I'm so good at it. That's something to be proud of. He smiles towards you. I'm going to be proud of it. 
It's a part of who I am. And he just smiles as he wiggles a little bit. I'm sorry well, that I worry you. Was... He says that slightly towards you, Lorelai. While I'm still recovering. We will talk more about this when you leave this place. Does that sound fair? Yeah. He nods towards you. Stay strong. Say your yeses and dot your eyes, cross your teeth for no. Know that we are on your side. And he smells. We'll get you out of here. No promises. Just remember that there's not much we can do if you kill everyone. I'm all for it. But and he looks towards Titania and Titania crosses arms. We have to keep a good standing. And then he sighs. Uh, politics. Uh. And then he looks towards you. Politics, Laurel. I don't ever get into it. Well, don't hesitate to contact us if you need something from us. Of course. Now that we're here, I can hopefully reach out to Soleil. Poor little dear, though. So tired. I'll try not to do that often. He smiles towards you. Only in case of an emergency. Right. Shall we go? Yeah. Let's get going. You take care. And he just waves as you start to walk away. We'll be here until this liaison finally makes it. He just sighs. Tired of this damn realm. Ugh. And he just shivers a little bit. And as he's just kind of talking with Titania, Lorelei, I will say, that his eyes just keep on you a little bit. And you can sense a feeling of worry as he's just watching you. I think Lorelei's just gonna look back for a bit. All right. And eventually yeah. you make it back to the... Uh, Laboratory of Anastasia and Taurus, and inside you can hear a bang. There's a loud bang. Oh my god, what the hell is that? I didn't touch what? anything. I didn't touch anything this time either. Uh, and as you open the door, you can see uh, Stella has, is currently holding a gun and is aiming towards a target and goes, Woo-wee, that was fun! And then Taurus just nods. I mean, I figured you would enjoy it. Oh, I just relax. <laughs> he looks towards you. What? Can she not hold a gun? No, it was just... We got worried about killing the art of bang. That's it. It's fake, uh, I promise you that. I, I, I pointed towards no touch, remember? It's just a, making sure. It's a I training sure gun. No touch. It's no touch. It's just a training gun. I no touch, just just so we're clear. I know you didn't touch it. You didn't even enter that place. God damn. And he decides and he starts walking. And he takes the training gun from uh, Stella, and you see it just kind of poof out of existence, and he just sighs. Figured we might as well do something to help them prepare for any sort of, you know, things. So you're giving them firearm training? Do you want firearm training? Anastasia just what? says, you can't solve everything with firearm training. He goes, I can damn well try. <laughs> <laughs> What was it one of my friends used to say? There's not a problem in the world that could not be solved without the proper applications of high explosives. Yeah. I think guns kind of apply in this case. Yep, it's that, but guns. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. We'll work with explosives next. He just kind of pats her on the shoulder and starts walking. Can we have some privacy? And then you see her, yes, we have things to do. And uh, so she goes, again? <laughs> like she just grabs her arm. Yes, we have things, let's go. And he starts walking out with her. <laughs> Movement! As they quickly yes. grab their keys and they rush out the door. <laughs> Movement! Thank you for the folly. <laughs> Great folly work. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, so they quickly exit the, the building. Okay, you're probably wondering what happened while we were gone. Kinda, yeah. I mean, I got to try try shooting a cool gun, but yeah. Yeah, it looked cool, so. Um, yeah, it did. So what happened. She <laughs> right a little bit. <laughs> Iggy blushes a little bit. <laughs> focus! Focus! Um, okay, so here's what happened. And explains everything that he remembers. You know, like, he saw happen at the Sanctum. Mm -hmm. And then he turns to a, like, and what did you see when you looked into the phone? And on cue, I explained what I saw. It was a mix of Infernal Fate. and Fae. Yeah. 
The one that blob. That mess. No, the thing that was in, on the phone. That mess. The thing that was watching. What is it? The the thing that Oberon said a little bit. That it's one of yeah. theirs, but not quite. Iggy's been like thinking about this whole time, and it's just, like, he's trying to. He, he can't believe he's saying this, but guys, this is gonna sound crazy. I don't think anything anything sounds crazy at this point. Go on. I don't think Grandma Helena is everything she seems. Oh, you and I are in the same track. What do you mean, Elizabeth looks towards you? It's all it gets candle. It's everything lines up a bit too well, right? Oberon says that Helena's coven uses I don't know, it's just there's some weird coincidences happening around here. It's like it's like a jigsaw puzzle, but we're still missing a few pieces. Her teachings used to not, like push away from that mentality. How long has it been since you've dealt with Nana? She just sighs as she shivers that. She just takes a seat and she thinks for a moment. Helena worked with a lot of us when we were young, when, especially when I was younger. I mean, I haven't been... Oh, I think we're having some background noises. I think that's Ashley. Oh, hang on, hang oh, yeah. on. Let me, let, me, let me put the cassette and the tape recorder in. Thank you, thank you, thank on. you. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I think for the moment... Music! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get back into it. I'm going to start from that again, because <laughs> I lost it completely. Um, if I recall, it was a long while ago since... I, I mean, I was... My time in the coven was not good, and she looks downward. Helena was not the cause of that issue, surprisingly. Which is why I don't know 100%. Of course I don't 100% trust her. She could have done more to help me, but... And she looks do towards you. you. Hmm? Do you know where the Coven got their magic from? The Coven received the magic from the old forest gods of sorts gods of with gods with no names basically magic that radiates from the forest and keeps it alive and well not really forced royalty like oberon and titania more just watchers of the forest if that makes sense just guardians of the forest And she looks towards you, eh? You... I'm sure I've told you. My parents died... a long time ago when I was young. I was the cause. For that, I was... locked away. And while they decided what to do with me... Helena was the only one that decided to send me away. Send me to Willbranch. The rest of the Coven... In their old practices... And she looks a little bit worried as she looks towards her hands. You can see they're shaking a bit. Were to punish me the way old witches were. I'm sure you've heard of the witch trials of the past. Oh. She looks up towards you all. Rock and water and everything. More burned at the stake. Oh, that one. Oh, that one. <clears throat> I. I don't. I don't want to believe that Grandma Helena is behind this, but it just seems to line up so well. Let's follow that thread for a second. Even if it's not Grandma Helena herself. Uh, Elizabeth, is there possibly anybody else you can think of from the coven? 
Again, our coven abhorred that kind of behavior to have such extreme desires to the point of becoming something so powerful and deadly. There's a rotten apple in every bunch. I can't recall anyone, and you must remember that I was quite young. I need to be upfront with you all with how old these ways were. I was going to be burned at the stake at six years old. Yeesh. Oof. Fun. I had but killed Helena my parents. But Helena pushed up that. Correct. She nods. I don't know how. I wasn't part of that meeting. There are no trials when a witch is in danger or when a dangerous witch is seen. Oh, I'm seeing that we're having an issue here. Oh. Tech issue. Close the wrong tab. Oh. Let me <laughs> remove one because I think we have another one. I'm uh -oh. seeing double for Arcus. Oh, God. I got it. It's just taking me a second. I think I fixed it. Yep. All right. When a witch is charged with endangering her coven, their coven, they are not given a trial. What I did was not taken lightly. Even though I killed them at six years old. I was. I was just a kid. She nods. Was... Was there anything that Grandma Helena isn't afraid of? Is there anything she fears the most? Such things are not discussed amongst the Coven. Uh, <clears throat> we don't talk you... about fears or desires, wants or needs. And I don't remember Elizabeth. much of the coven. And she looks downward a bit, looking sad. Elizabeth. Yes. Confirm with me. Where does the coven get their power from? I already told you. The old powers that be. And those are fey powers, yes? Yes. How did you come to be able to summon me? I could only summon you upon entering Willbranch. That was when right. Oberon launched. I suppose it would be easier to talk to you about what exactly happened. She looks towards you. The I'm just curious. Was it fey magic that you used, or did you learn how to pull infernal power? Yeah, I, that's a good question. I was desperate. I was alone for a long time. was very hot. I mean, when you... when the murder of your own parents replays in your mind constantly, and she looks downward, your mind's not in the best of places. You'll have to forgive me. I... No, I get it. Perhaps I should say Ash gets it. Ash wasn't there. And she looks towards you and puts a hand on your, on your hand. You were. No, but... Ash did not exist. I... You need to no, recall but... that. When I had the memories of Ash in the old world, when I thought I was Ash, I also had some of those memories of his past. I recall how he blamed himself for the, par for the, for the death of his parents, too. The crash that happened was because his powers awakened. He was 13, maybe? I don't know the exact age, I just, I could see it in my head. She nods to this. So, I empathize through Ash. The old world Ash. As far as your plight goes. Sounds like we really did switch, huh? And she just sighs. Ash didn't exist in this world, and I didn't exist in that one. 
And yet somehow, both of you took parallel paths. What differing outcomes? It happens that way. It depends on how it's treated. Ash had the luck of being in a supportive situation, I suppose. Meanwhile, you were locked away. Yes. My powers awakened when I was six years old. And upon their awakening, I felt something try to latch onto me. I believe it was the old powers. And when it did, it hurt terribly. There's a ritual that the those of the old ways do. She looks up towards you. We are with our closest loved ones. And we call forth the old spirits. Or the Fae. This is so that we can ask for their guidance and their magic while we do as they will. It's very but you common. can call a Fae. You called me. I did not call you until I was desperate. This was in the Coven. In the Coven, when I called upon the creature, it hurt significantly. I don't know how long I was out until I woke up and found the splatterings of blood where my parents sat. I remember feeling emotionless, numb. They put me in a cell and told me to wait there. I waited there for a long time without knowing what would happen to me, but I knew from the stories and the teachings that more than likely I would be burned at the stake for what I had done. My mother and father were very powerful in their magic, and I had just killed two of their best of the coven. And then... Someone came. It was Helena. Helena approached my cell and said that I would be safe and that I was going to Wilbranch. I was so numb at the time, I did not respond. And then I met Abuela, my only remaining family. Abuela was my father's mother. Mm. When I met Abuela, she took me home to Wilbranch. And once I arrived in Wilbranch, I locked myself in my room. This was not a whaler's doing. It was something I was accustomed to, being in that cell for so long. She asked if I was sure, and I simply nodded. She told me that the door was not locked. I never checked. The only reason I knew that door opened was because I summoned you. She just looks towards you, eh? I heard a voice enter my mind. This one was much different. And she puts hand, her hands over her ears. It was Oberon's. He reached out to me and offered his hand. And I began to study my magic at that point. Mm. But remembering what I had done, I tried to call upon the old one once more. That is when I summoned you. And she looks towards you, eh? But how did I come about if you used fey magic? By all logic, it should have been infernal magic. Oberon was furious. He did not lash out, but he told me in the sternest of voices, to never use that magic again. 
I told him I didn't understand. And then he told me what infernal magic was. Whatever the case may be, I don't trust the Coven. I want to be very clear on that. I get that. But there is secrecy in that whole ritual we had to do. I'm starting to wonder, and she glares a little bit, is that the same ritual everyone else does? And she looks towards you, eh? Or was I given a different task? Fear. What? Hear me out. Elizabeth was trained by the coven in their ways. She learned later on to be able to wield, at least even temporarily, infernal powers, which she was <clears throat> severely told not never to do again. The fact that she could do both, and the fact that she was once, or still is, a possible vessel for Lilith. Guys, what if this coven is secretly... I don't want to think about this, but... What if they were secretly grooming her to be the vessel, and what if the coven actually wants Lilith? into the world. Hold on, no, wait. I think on that line of thought, what if it wasn't Coven, the Coven that wanted Lilith well, there, but one single person? And that and person... She wanted? And that person sent her away to a spot where this whole thing started. Because the Coven wanted to burn Elizabeth. Helena was the only one who, who, didn't, who didn't call for that. Because it might have interfered with her plans. How do you become a hag? You sacrifice the thing you love the most. Does this count? Sacrifice must of... be large. You're pretty large in terms of... No way. You never had contact with the Coven ever since you left, right? That's correct. As far as we know... Helena's the only person we've seen from that Coven. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. I know this is painful, but what do you remember of your parents' death? Um, she kind of puts a hand to her head. I don't remember anything. I sighed, I Iggy. I just remember hearing a voice and then blacking out, and then I awoke and saw the blood. Elizabeth, can I ask you a favor? If you were to hold to that memory, or at least what you remember of it, will you let me see through you? I... <clears throat> I don't know. I... I'm sorry. I... I want to. I'm scared. Reliving that memory. Don't want to reawaken that trauma, dude. She just, cool. she just kind of puts her hands to her arms. Can I ask you something else, then? 
I nod over Ziggy, the bracelet. Can anyone see through that once the lent memory is locked in there? It takes a lot of magic, but it will unlock if someone does. Will you allow us to give you the bracelet back? Why? I'd rather not look through an active memory and have you constantly relive it in your head while I'm watching you suffer. But if you put the memory into the bracelet and I'm powerful enough to look at it, I'll keep you from suffering while I'm able to look at it as many times as I need to. memory isn't locked inside and she smiles a little bit as she starts to you see that as she was holding herself she was shaking a little bit but the shaking seems to have settled a little as her hands lower a little bit gently the lock only stops others from peering into your own mind if someone is able to it unlocks telling the user that the secret has been revealed in some way I mean, it was a nice idea, bro, but I'm not sure that's going to work now. Eh? Yeah. She looks towards you. And then she puts a hand out towards you. I will do it. But only under one condition. What is it? Help me figure out what happened to my family. And help yes. me make the true perpetrator pay. If I'm right about what I think happened, I don't think you're going to like the answer. If I'm the perpetrator, want to know what I did and if I'm not the perpetrator I want to know who the hell is uh, A nods this might hurt a little I know I'm not excited are you sure you can go with this dude on your own then he won't have to And then she will look towards uh, everyone and look towards Stella. Stella. And Stella looks over. I need you to do me a favor. She nods. Sure. I will be completely non-responsive and these three won't be here. I need you to tell Torres they are. To simply feel for them. Bring the gentleman here if they have to. He can feel them. Okay. I'll do whatever it, it takes. He said it will talk, must talk to you later anyway, also, by the way. Oh. Well, that'll be the perfect time then. He's, she smells. Yep. Abby and I'll do what we can, right, Ab? And Abby just nods. Mm-hmm. But you'll still be here? She nods. It'll look odd, but yes. They'll see me and they'll know. Especially if they know enough about magic. But no matter what, they cannot interrupt. Do you understand, both of you? They both nod. She looks towards all of you. Time for a trip down memory lane? Ugh. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I gotta make some humor <clears throat> out of this trauma, don't I? Just promise to keep it secret, yeah? I gotta keep up this tough girl attitude of souls. She nods and she moves into her bag. She looks towards UA. I trust you. I remember our pact. Of course. She takes a pouch out and you see her pull out a strange flower, unlike anything you've ever seen before. 
even lore, though though you've been in the Fae multiple times, this flower has never you've never seen this before. It feels ethereal and appears like glass, but feels like an actual flower. It's just completely see-through, even the stem. She puts her hands over it and starts to crush it. And then holds her hands out and looks towards you all. Do be careful. It's very volatile in there. And then she blows onto it. And as she blows onto it, you all feel a strange sensation. Almost like you all kind of drift into a sleep. And as you all come to be, you find yourself in the forest. It's odd and not like home. And as you look around, you look at yourselves, you all appear like that flower did. See-through and somewhat glittering and glistening in the sun. And then you hear, Liza, Liza, come back. And you see a woman start to walk through and you hear giggling. And as you look, you see a small girl with long braided black hair picking a bunch of flowers, all of this type. She looks towards you all and stops for a moment, tilts her head a little, and then looks towards the voice as it goes, Eliza, <laughs> and then she goes, coming, and she starts to run. And as you follow her, watching her, you see a large group of tents and cabins and huts in this forest. And you are in her memories. And with that, we're going to end the session there. Wow. <laughs> Thank you everybody so oh. much for hanging out with us. This is Full Ranch High Senior Year. I have a fear. Oh boy. Uh, I'm excited uh, to hear that fear. I have to wait two oh, weeks boy. now. Great. Yeah, I have to I wait know, two weeks. Gonna wait. Sorry. Ah! <laughs> Are you excited to see baby Elizabeth though? Oh, 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 oh. Hopefully this one won't. Tie us up in trees like we did in the 90s. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. This is not the same kind of thing. So, thank you everybody so much for hanging out with us. Uh, this was session 76 of Wolverine and Chai Senior Year. We appreciate you all for being here. Again, next week is our off weekend, so we will not be streaming, which means that the following week there will be no episodes. So, after this episode, you'll have to wait a week. I'm sorry. But a good time to catch up if you've fallen behind or to look at all of our other things if you want to see more tabletop content you can come join us over on twitch.tv slash gm you know where i stream a tabletop dnd game it's fun it's a whole fully homebrew setting where dragons are gods that's tomorrow if you're watching this live right now so you come join us there's some players from here and there it's great uh, uh also on sunday we return with rut in stone Woo! so that'll be fun it'll be fun guys it'll be all right uh, I'm going to the circus. Oh boy, circus time! <laughs> <laughs> circus! Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to look for somebody to raid, so why don't you all share what your favorite part was? I like that part where we're all talking about strawberry candy. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. Worthers. Um. I, let's see. I'm gonna go with. I, I, I don't know why. Titania and Oberon, and there is like parents going to a P PTA meeting. Angry parents. Very angry parents I at a PTA meeting. I don't know why. I just pictured like the opposite of the, uh, like the goth parents from, uh, from Vine. Oh, the, the, the TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. The, yep. the, the corporate goths. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, Lorelai, like, like, Without realizing, hugging Oberon like oh. that was so sweet. Oh God, yes. I just, I just love that imagery. I just love that imagery of like Oberon just ho hugging and then going. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> just, just diamonds everywhere. Just like Yellow almost like tears and tears just flowing and like what the fuck is happening? What ah! when, when the cat sidles up to you and starts purring. Yeah, and you're like. Ah! Yeah. You know, they actually like me. Oh my God. <laughs> I've been chosen. 
Well, I appreciate you all. This mystery is getting juicy. And so we will be returning with that not next weekend, but the following weekend. We're going to go ahead and raid into one of our partners, uh, stream team partners, uh, Phoenix Iwaki. Uh, so we're going to raid into them. Uh, and with that, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow for some Wyvern Spark if you're free at 3 p.m. Pacific. But until then, stay safe, be kind, and we shall see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I want you to know that with you I feel home